Smartcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Music. Music. Horror. Horror. Subculture. And overall bad Welcome, Welcome to Kettle, to Kettle Whistle, Whistle Radio. Radio. With your hosts, your host, Dave, Dave and Sean. And Sean. go welcome to kettle whistle radio and iheart radio fans welcome to the fold here at kettle whistle radio captain sexy is at the wheel sometimes the stick shift sometimes both <laughs> but he's actually here with us today how you doing sean I'm, I'm actually on the podcast for the first time in a while it, first it time in 2022 feels... <laughs> first time in 22 you're correct it, yeah. it feels great to be back I'm sorry for the listeners that have been pining away for my return, but I am here now. So this is kind of a callback to the last episode you were not on. Uh, Sean, do you have any uncles with mustaches um, in your extended family? Uh, well, back in the day, yes. Now, mostly goatees. Okay, that's interesting. Well, because Dick Valentine had a theory on those, but um, you'll have to listen to the last episode to find out what it is. Anyway, um, hey, I'm watching on Netflix right now, All of Us Are Dead. That is a zombie, I believe, Korean flick uh, series, and it's really good. Um, exciting, different take on the zombies. I'm tired of zombies, so it took everything I had to watch this thing, and I'm enjoying it. The characters are cool, very different, very unpredictable, and it goes somewhere else. Of course, there's this weird romance thing. Like I, I always have a problem. It takes place in a school, uh, zombie takeover, while the kids are in class in like a private school. Uh, the only problem I have is that it takes you out of the content of what's happening around you is that they have like little romantic um, interludes. And I'm like, you know, when you're holed up in a classroom and the world's trying to eat you, I don't think you'd be trying to get laid. And some of these kids are doing that. Uh, other than that, All of Us Are Dead on Netflix is pretty good. Um, how about you? What are you up to these days? Well, I I have a few shows, I guess, in queue. We yeah, and you're fading out. Your first day back, and you're already fading out. Well, I apologize for that. That must be my ad Verizon service. Ooh, yeah. Anti-plug. <laughs> that was an anti-plug. I like that. <laughs> I, uh, well, I have to apologize. You know, I am in. I am outside of my house in my vehicle, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm, act- I'm talking through the vehicle speaker system, um, the reason being, you as you got thrown well out know, of your house, you got kicked out. No, I got three little dogs in the house <laughs> that are holy terrors that like <laughs> any podcast that we do, and um, you know I'm just trying to 
trying to keep it clean for our listeners. Very cool. Well, hey, <laughs> I'm also reading a very interesting book. I'm going to have to pass along to you when you're not making Darth Vader noises. Um, Dark Days by Randy Bly. You know who he is, of course. Yep. Uh, yeah, Lamb of God, lead singer, his arrest in Czech Republic. But the book isn't just about that. Uh, when I'm finished with it, I'll tell you, it's a, it's a it's kind of a thick book for a rock star. And he writes it himself and makes it prof- profoundly clear that he is writing it and not a ghost writer, which is very um, refreshing. And it's really good. And he gets into, if any of you have anybody in your life with addiction issues or you are or whatever, he really... He's there to help you. I mean, he's got a lot to say about it, and he doesn't pull any punches. He talks about his problems with addiction, and this book could be cathartic for folks with such things in their lives. And he goes that route in the beginning of the book. I, I can't wait to see how this pans out because he's in jail a lot of the time while he's writing some of these ideas down. But, yeah, Randy Bly, Dark Days, good stuff, man, um, good book. I'm going to pass that along to you. How about you? Are you reading anything? I'm currently reading uh, one of my favorite authors, Dan Simmons. Uh, it's an older book. It's called Summer of Night. It's it's kind of a uh, harkens a little bit towards uh, Stephen King's It. Ah. It's about a it's about a group of kids back in the day, and um, I'm, I'm kind of just in the first fourth of the book, so I'm trying to see where the storyline takes me. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, in a little bit here, we're going to be joined by our um, first. Well, I, your first guest of the year. I've had a few, but uh, returning um, friends of ours from Collide, Static and Karen will be here. That's the band Collide. They have a new one out, um, which is called Notes from the Universe. And I was lucky enough to hear everything on it. And it is a full, when I say a full sounding album, it takes you everywhere uh, emotionally, too. It's, it's just one of those deals. You put it on, you got to listen to it all the way through. Um, you heard the first release, right, Sean? You heard, um, um, are, what is it? Are you, are, are you fe- better now? Are you better now? Sorry. Yeah, I almost said, are you feeling, yep. <laughs> feeling better? <laughs> By the way, I am feeling better. I had COVID. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I am better now. Uh, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. And you weren't here, so you didn't get it. And that's a good thing. But we did. That is a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, yeah. And, uh, it wasn't that bad. I, I had two days of, uh, sniffles and a dry throat and, uh, I'm going to attribute that to the Moderna, uh, the two shots and the booster, because I got off easy comparatively to other folks that I know. Uh, but anyway, that being said, uh, get out of the COVID thing, get back into the Collide, who will be here. I uh, like Collide. I'm going to say this. I like to detach myself from the human race as a whole for like a three-week interval sometimes. That way I can like recommence where I left off as a whole and then reinsert my spoke into the craze Ezekiel's wheel Without any one person in particular being angry at me, because I detach from everybody. Now, I look at Collide that way. Uh, They seem to disappear for a while, and they come back with these, like, just suddenly. Like, I didn't even know. Did you know they were making this album? I I knew they were doing something, but not an album. No, I mean, the the last time we spoke to them back in 2018, they kind of left it as a cliffhanger, like, where, uh, you know, when when they would... uh, sort of a rise again you know what i mean yeah well we're gonna be playing some tunage from this album that's out right now well i'm sorry it comes out next week uh the 22nd by the time you hear this it will be out uh probably the day of uh notes from the universe that's collide c-o-l-l-i-d-e for you newbies out there uh, look them up the video is out there for the first release uh right now are you better now you can watch the video uh and uh it's on our page kettle whistle radio on facebook 
And uh, we're going to get in with them. They're going to be calling in very shortly here. Um, anything else on your uh, radar these days? Not too much. Just, uh, you know, trying to trying to get through every day. Okay. Well, I was happy to find out that Evil, the show on Paramount, I think it's on Paramount, Evil, just Evil, um, that you got approved for a third season. So I'm kind really? of, yeah, I'm happy about that because I'm kind of a fan of the, the Dutch actress uh, Katja Hebers, Herbers, I believe it's pronounced. Um, well, she was also in The col- uh, the Columnist on Shudder. Um, yeah. yeah. Did you see that too? No, but I'm a big fan. I watched the first season of Evil when it was on just primetime TV. Right. And then, of course, for the second season, they moved it to Paramount+. Plus. Yeah. At the, one of the last couple episodes um, of the first season, um, I was a fan before this, but, mm-hmm. you know, I'm especially a fan. And, uh, you faded out, so we don't know what you're a fan of. <laughs> <laughs> I said I'm actually a big fan of the first Deja vu! It happened and, again, dude. It happened again. <laughs> <laughs> it's th- this part of the episode is not supposed to air. <laughs> okay. <laughs> may or may not. <laughs> well, anyways, I'm a big fan of Nivik Ogre from Skinny Puppy. <sighs> Did you hear that? Oh, I'm sorry. On the episode. Yeah. You're terrible. That was, that was yeah, that was me. That, yeah. <laughs> that was you. That was. But anyway, Skinny Puppy, yes. Go on. Uh, well, he, uh, Nivek was a, was a, uh, on the show evil ah so yes yeah that i, I enjoyed I, i'm enjoying it and you kind of got me into it i didn't want to watch it but i am enjoying it. i'm waiting for the third season now so we'll see what happens i'm gonna have to get paramount plus you that's, should that's it there's all these streaming platforms that i'm just gonna have to get now unfortunately uh, yeah, this, yeah there's ways to control that though uh when something you could turn something off for six months or whatever uh, Shutters. Uh, I'm keeping Shutter, but anyway, yeah, I do have a favorite song off of this this album of uh, Collides, uh, the new one here, Notes from the Universe. Turn off your TV. Um, it is definitely one of their fullest sounding songs. I'm gonna ask Static about that if I'm correct. It, it's rich, like orchestra rich. It's just amazing. So stick around at the end of the show. You'll hear that one, folks. That we'll go out with that one. But as for our guest, Sean, I think it's time for me to check in and see if they're ready for us they're they're in the green room <laughs> yeah. all right the digital pea green room uh, all right well thanks for listening folks and we'll be right back with our guests static and karen from collide Cinnamon Charles. sit back and bask in the wackiness of boku askew tv A YouTube channel featuring sock puppets, irreverent comedy, bizarro imagery, and oddball silliness aplenty. To watch now, visit youtube.com slash TV. Right. 
And as promised, this is Dave. I've got Captain Sexy with me today, and welcome to Kettle Whistle Radio and our guests from Collide with their new album, album as we were speaking earlier about, Notes from the Universe. We've got Corinne and Static. Did I say your name right this time? Corinne, yeah. <laughs> Corinne. Yeah, uh, we were laughing off air because, yes, they were making fun of me because I always have to ruin somebody's name during a show. And it just happens to be the, the, the guest. Right from the onset, I did it. So here I am telling on myself. But welcome back, guys. And like you said, the last time you used Skype was uh, with us. Yes. And Zoom since then. How's Zoom been working for you during all this COVID madness? We actually don't do a lot of Zooms. Mm. I'm not a big fan because the timing, it, it, you're timed on it. But now I hear that you can extend it. But Skype's been good to us. Um, I'm just going to say that. I shouldn't have said that. But you guys are okay? Everybody's healthy over there on your end? Yep. We're, we're all good. Survived? Pretty happening. Did you survive? You didn't get COVID the whole time? Because I'm going to tell you right now, I had it two weeks ago. You did? Yeah. Even though I got the shots and the booster. Yeah. But as I we said earlier. We're not wearing a mask now. You, yeah, you are. You're not wearing we're not. Yeah, here. We're, we're not here. Um, yeah. Was it, was it bad for you? Uh, no. Two days, I was telling Sean, two days of sniffles and a sore throat, and I attribute that to the Moderna and the booster, I, I can only assume, because I got off very easy, knock on wood. So, yeah. yeah. Knock, on, knock on wood, we haven't had it. But, you know, meanwhile, we're hermits, so we don't go out a lot. <laughs> I understand. That's why Sean's not in the studio right now. Yeah, Sean, oh, we've, yeah. Been, we've been doing this thing remotely the whole time. Like, yeah, uh, Sean could have been here tonight, but... Yeah, it's a long story. But anyway, uh, so this new album, I'm excited about it. I've gone through it several times now already. Um, And you have the new video out, which I put on our page. I told everybody about that uh, for Are You Better Now? Great video. Great song. Thank you. Love it. Love it. And um, this is our first interview for this album. We're very honored by that. And that's why I want to make sure I got this in and we get this thing rolling before the release. I believe the album itself is next Monday. Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Is that the 23rd? 2222. We wanted a date we could remember. <laughs> hey, that's all right. All right, cool. And I, obviously, I could not remember. <laughs> anyway, all right, Sean, you with me, buddy? I'm still here, man. All right. Hey, Sean. Go for it, man. <laughs> so, uh, we last spoke to you guys in 2018. You just released the uh, remix album, Mind and Matter. As Dave pointed out, you're on the verge of releasing Notes from the Universe. Was there. Um, was there a particular inception moment or was there a series of events that led to, you know, this album's beginnings? No, I mean, you know, technically we're always working on something, taking a break and then going back to working on things. So it's just what we do. It always it always takes us a little while after we finish one to recover, to recover, yeah. because you're it's so much work, like especially the last year year to to six months where like it's just it's just so much energy that we aren't uh by the time you get out you're like okay phew (laughs) give us a minute before you know you start you before you can start again well the last the last time we met you know it was back in 2018 it was kind of like just yesterday it does it was it was kind of a cliffhanger like we weren't sure where You know, what was the next stage of Collide, you know? And we knew eventually that you guys would come back, but... Yeah. We're never sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's all we can get do is to get through one moment to the next. Well, I kind of compared you because, like, um, 
the way I see it, like a collide seems to be, and I, I said this to Sean actually, kind of like this cocoon waiting to hatch. And when it does, you have this crazy, inspiring, inspiring portrait in, in different layers. And that's the only way I can really define your album the way I'm listening when I listen to it anyway. And I listen to it all the way through twice. Um, I got to give it a third listen, but it just seems like yeah, you paint this picture. But yeah, we did not expect a full album from you. Like after talking to you the last time, we thought it was going to be like other EPs or singles here or there. And here you have this composite that's pretty amazing. I just wanted to tell you that. Thank you. Yeah, like 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 we said, we're never sure what's going to happen, and it takes us a while to recover. But then once we recover, we're like, oh yeah, let's let's do that again. I mean, there's definitely there's definitely something that I like about making a whole album. It tells a whole story. It's, it's mm-hmm. it definitely takes longer course but something about yeah you have a lot of a lot of you know styles you're thinking about different types of songs a lot goes into making an album i like albums yeah. <laughs> we all it's grew more, up with them right it's more of a full piece <laughs> yeah um we i agree um but we all grew up with albums you know it's it, it like i know you're kind of breaking rules at least for the bands that i've been interviewing lately uh where they put out an EP because they don't know an album will sell or people are just buying during the iTunes frenzy. People buy one or two songs and not a full album. I love seeing a full album come out like this, especially one yeah. like this. And, I mean, and, we kind of feel like dinosaurs in that. Oh. And I don't think people are doing it that way anymore. And that's unfortunate. And it is. I guess like last time, I don't know if we would release a full album again. But, you know, I say that now and <laughs> catch us in three years and they'll be on our next album. Well, I look forward to that. So go ahead, Sean. You're there. Yeah. So what what about the creative process? Do you guys find, you know, you've been making albums for quite some time now. Is is there things that you that you find challenging even after all this time? And and I, I would also ask, what would you contrast that with? What's the most rewarding thing about, you know, making an album like this? Hmm. I mean, when. When you, it's funny when you get done with an album and you're listening to it. There's some point where it actually, it seems like it was easy. <laughs> where you, you're just listening to it and you're like, yeah, that's good. <laughs> I like it. But, you know, this during the process, it, it's all a challenge because we're both really difficult to please, <laughs> and there's a lot of struggle to sort of get it to the level where we really like it. And uh, that's the challenge is, you know, getting it to a level where we would want other people to listen to it or, you know, that kind of thing. But I think I know for myself, I'm creatively addicted. So I'm always wanting to be creative on something, um, you know, but bringing it to a level to release it. That that's a lot of work. A lot of work. Yeah. Um, a lot of work. Yeah. Just and, like, and, and, yeah. Both centers obviously two of us i mean you know sometimes i'll start a song and maybe corinne isn't really gelling with the song and so i have to figure out how to make it work for her or go on to another song and usually, yeah usually usually he'll have a bunch of um rough starts and i'll sing for a long time and sort of wait to see which one i sort of gel with and then we'll start to sort of go around those ones that's the tough and to me, that's the, that's the tough part is actually just getting it to the point that it that it is a song. And once once you're once you're to that point, then then it's fun. 
<laughs> well, you're, you're part of a, like a working model that we're finding lately with bands, that, especially on this show. I don't even know how it happens, but couple bands or a, like a guy and a girl together, whether they're friends or a couple or whatever, and they work together and then they hire the band you know, to go around live. Like um, uh, the, one of the bands is so many. I could sit here and rattle off like two dozen. But lately, like this band Frail that we've been following from Ohio, um, great people, but like uh, she, Gwen was was singing in the bathtub one night, and he, Sean, was down in the kitchen. Heard her. He's in a metal band. Heard her voice. Didn't know that she could sing like that. He ran upstairs. He just kind of like, what was that? Next thing you know, they have they have a successful band that we've seen live. They've they're on uh, Sean. How many albums do they have now? Um, it happened by mistake, you know, and they work together. So, um, yeah, I, I think ours happened by mistake as well. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Well, who was the mistake? Was he, was he working? You started singing, or vice versa? Well, uh, Static uh, before Collide had his own album uh-huh. called Static, and he thought we should continue to call Collide Static. But mm-hmm. I was like, I don't think so. So we well, let him continue to be Static. Well, I was just still making songs for myself, and then he was singing. And ah. then I heard and I heard Corinne sing, and I'm like, she's a much better singer than I. <laughs> And so then we just. When are did... we gonna hear? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, so you can hear Static. Static has an album. It's on our site. It's yeah. o- it's old, but it's still there. What? Yeah. What year? Yeah, I know. Eighty. I think it was eighty-seven. That's not too late for me. Yeah. yeah so really, he was doing his own thing. I should say too early he... for me. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I was about seventeen at that time. Don't date us. Ah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. He he was doing his own thing, and you know I don't think either one of us really thought about it and we just sort of ended up trying something and then all of a sudden it was like oh that's that worked so we just continued but we never thought to ourselves hey let's make a band earlier you were talking about what's a little bit challenging about sometimes marrying the the lyrics and the singing parts to the to the music parts is it have to do with compositions that you already have made that you're trying to fit to the music or is it um you know do you find a lot of times that you're making up lyrics as you go and sort of you know like i know you guys recorded with um the secret meeting with dean garcia mm-hmm. and we talked about that the last time mm-hmm. and i know that tony halliday has said in past interviews that a lot of what she did in her was like um, a stream of consciousness. And I, I wonder that, what that process is that, for you. That's exactly what I do. I never try to come in and make something fit because then I find you compromise. Hmm. Um, I always approach the music. I love, I love to not hear it at all. Hmm. And I love to be on my headphones for the first time and just see what comes out. Um, and just let it happen organically from that. And, you know, and I may try that process, you know, and I may do a, a lot of different songs or a lot of different approaches until I feel, okay, this is, this is working for me. It's kind of what I'd like to say. It's how it feels for me. And then I'll move it to the next stage and let static listen. But really, um, it's all stream of consciousness. I, I really... I like to feel that the music is impacting me and I like to feel that I can actually get inside of the music. So I'm just swimming and flying around inside the music and seeing what's coming out. And, and, she, and, and sometimes she, it's good and sometimes it's not. And I have to edit and go back. And, and she has, she has her own 
vocal studio that she works on parts with. So she'll record uh, all of her working tracks, which we really use because uh, it'll take us, you know, we'll go back and listen to those tracks and there might be a part that she'll just do one time and I'll be like, oh, that was a great part. And she doesn't even remember doing it. <laughs> yeah. That that makes sense, though, to me. Um, yeah, because you were probably too busy concentrating on what you're doing. You didn't realize you did something really cool. <laughs> well, exactly. Well, I just, I'll just... <laughs> I'll just sing on it freeform and then I'll move on and I, you know, might not even go back and listen for a while. You know, I just sort of wait till I feel like it's naturally going in a place, um, you know, but it's, it's all freeform. Okay. Well, I say we, right now we give them a little taste of, are you better now? Uh, the first release, um, off of notes from the universe. We'll play that right now. You guys get a taste of it. Let us know what you think out there and we'll get right back with Corinne and Static. And, of course, Captain Sexy back there somewhere. I know he's got some more questions brewing in the head of his right now. Thanks for listening. Sure do. <laughs> All right. Thanks, man. Better now. 
That was Are You Better Now from Collide. That is from off of notes from the universe. And again, all the best conversations. What happened, Sean? All the best conversations happen off the air. We're discussing somehow we got you got to the crux of where she gets her mojo from. <laughs> and that was what was it? Just natural freeform talking? Yeah. And thinking. Singing. Singing, in your case. In my if, case, singing, yeah. We much prefer that you guys were sitting in here with us because things uh, happen much more smoothly when you're sitting here. And we do feed and, and uh, make sure our, our guests have food and drink while they're here, too. So maybe someday we'll have you in studio. But for now, here we are. And uh, my gosh, we're three years in the COVID right now. Is that right? Yeah, kind of crazy. Jeez. You guys ever coming out this way, out east? Not at this moment. No. Yeah, not a lot of people are moving around too much. This Now, that's the first release. Do you have an idea for a second? You're going to let that sit for a while? Because I'm curious what you got. I, I have some favorites here, and I, I really wanted to get to Oblivious. Um, I, I love that song, like right off the bat. I, that one hit me. Just airy, ambient, uh, like all your your work, really. It's airy and ambient, but it helps with the creative process if you're trying to create a spooky atmosphere. It's there. I mean, there's so much going on in that song. Uh, oblivious did, did that just come naturally or was that like a plan no we have no plans no plans <laughs> no well you know and it's interesting because we get so lost in our, in ourselves we can't even describe the music so it's nice to hear somebody else describe it and actually <laughs> and it's, it's, hard, it's, it's interesting hard to... to hear what other people think because we just we don't know we just try to make them all the best we can make them <laughs> and it's hard to pick out your favorite. Like your favorite child. I like this child. This child, not so much. That's funny, too, because I'm going to have a Sophie's Choice for you later on. Um, I put two songs down, just and you're going to pick All one. Right. Yeah, that's a little later. But for now, I know Sean's got something brewing right now, I hope, or if he's still with us. I haven't heard him. Did we lose you? <laughs> you, you guys have not lost me, I assure you. So um, is it? are you conscious about every album trying to reinvent yourself or – do you find that, you know, your tried and true methods are what you want to stick with? Or how, how do you approach a new album and a new batch of songs from that, we, from that perspective? I, I would say we never externalize it. We just let it happen how it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And one thing, I, one thing I guess I would say is that it's, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to redo or try to remake, you know, a sound or a, song that we've done before you know i think we both sort of get bored easily and we're always trying to keep keep the sound new keep what we're doing new and fresh so for us for us so it's not like we don't like old albums but we're just trying to you know keep it fresh for ourselves yep. That's where do you look nice. for inspiration or where do you find inspiration do you find it in nature um do you Pop find culture. it in other music other artists I mean, a lot of the songs, I would say, on this album, maybe more so than others, started with some sort of guitar. Mm -hmm. So, so that uh, that may have led the sound down a slightly different path, just sort of structure-wise and chord-wise. Yeah, I definitely hear that, um, and in ob oblivious, absolutely, and. Um... One of my favorites, uh, I, I did want to go out with this one later. That's a giveaway, but uh, Turn Off Your TV. Um, that that's, seems, one, that's one of my favorites as well. It's amazing. Um, tell me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like the fullest sounding of your songs, like rich. I, I use the term orchestra rich. 
uh, with Sean earlier. It's I don't know. Is it your fullest song, or am I just hearing things as far as like different sounds? It's pretty full. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the core. I, I I love the choruses of that one. Yeah. The guitars are huge. Uh, if if we can if we can have enough energy, I wouldn't mind making another video, but I'm not sure if it's going to happen. Oh, interesting. Okay. I, I'm sure that was one of our questions, too. I, you're kind of subtle about that. There's nothing wrong with that. Some people... Because I mean, we have no plans. I mean, I, mean I, I have thought about it. I would like to do it. It's just... it's a, The reality of it's doing a lot, it. It's a lot of work to make a, a video. And, and with Are You Better Now, we did the video all, mm-hmm. all of ourselves, which is the first video we've totally done ourselves. So. Oh, wow. Okay. Step yeah, it's the, the video started from... Uh, some collage work that I was doing and I was like, Oh, that'd be cool if they were animated and mm-hmm. then static animated them. And we were like, well, I guess it would be all right if we were in the video too. <laughs> so we stuck ourselves in there too. I'll bet your fans were happy to see you again. Did you surprise a lot of folks other than us with this album? Uh, were they like, wow, you were doing this? Uh, hard to say. Sometimes people are like, Oh, you know, mm. You're, you've been gone so so long, but it's like, I don't know that we've really been gone that long. Yeah, not really. Well, 2017 was the last one, right? Right. Uh, yeah. Well, in, in, since the last one, there was also a good period of time. We reissued our albums Chasing the Ghost and Some Kind of Strange right. oh. as special edition uh, CD slash Blu-rays. Ooh. So, so there was a lot of work that went into that. Uh, it was doing surround mixes. Uh, updated mixes going uh, to a lot of old uh, Pro Tool sessions and ADAT tapes and getting uh, old mixes because there's there's uh, a bunch of mixes from both albums where they're like uh, I forget what I call them first first versions or like generation you know, <laughs> some of the original versions of the songs like to see how they started I always find those interesting. So, so working on those two re-releases was uh, a big chunk of time in between our albums. I didn't know about the Blu-ray, Sean. Did you know about that? I did not. I'd like to no. get my hands on one of those. Uh, you didn't sell out completely. I definitely. Did you? <laughs> well, we can we can, def- send, we can send you copies. I really, I, I would love <laughs> that. Uh, yeah. Uh, I did not know about that. Forgive me for that. But yeah, I'd love to see that. I'm very interested. Um, yeah, with all this this new technology out there, like, uh, do you find yourself embracing it or steering clear? I mean, between Spotify, YouTube, 4K, Waves, MP3s, and now vinyl is back <laughs> again. Um, like, do you just pretty much stick with what you know or do you try new things or go back? Or do you feel like cutting a vinyl? I mean, I mean, I, a lot of people, well, you, you get a lot of people asking you know, are you going to make vinyl for the new record? Uh, and so many people, I guess, have been doing vinyls that a, a lot of the bigger vi- bigger for... vinyl plants are backed up uh-huh. a year and a half more than yeah more than a year. It's like a year and a half. So if we if we turn in, you know, masters to make a vinyl for this record, you can, you'll see it sometime in 2023. It's funny you say that. Um, I think we were just talking about Frail. They they told us the same thing during an interview that yeah, the vinyl was completely backed up and the Whoever we interviewed before that said the same thing. And that goes back a year. So, yeah. yeah. Wow, that is a big you, you, issue. You can get it done sooner, but... You can't like, get all the things that you want. Yeah, Ooh. for like smaller run, higher priced vinyl maybe made <laughs> here in the States. But if you wanted to do 
special colors or I think heavier weight vinyl, they're backed up. Oh man, still. Okay. Well, I guess it's big stuff coming (laughs) at some point. Um, my wife did get the new Duran Duran. I will say that I married a Durani. So, uh, yeah, we did get that one. We have Deftones in vinyl. That was the new Deftones is amazing on vinyl. I just want to say that. Uh, yeah, and she just bought me for Valentine's Day, Nevermind, on vinyl, which came with a 45 of aneurysm, which is really cool. So that was very thoughtful. But yeah, I'm into the vinyl thing, but I'm not going berserk with it. We're very particular. I buy you guys on vinyl. <laughs> That's nice. Very particular. Sean? We did do vinyl of uh, These Eyes before, so we do have... Oh, oh, cool. Yeah. I wasn't aware of that. Okay, I guess I should have been aware all of the that. things you learn here. And yes. It's a cool, it's a cool looking clear, clear vinyl. Clear vinyl. Oh, that's awesome. Sean, do you own vinyl from them? I was going to ask you that. I I actually don't. I don't have a record player or any oh, vinyl record. And I feel I feel shamed for saying that. So That's okay. We'll forgive you. <laughs> Some of us will. <laughs> I'm definitely such a music lover and I you know, I try to buy from my artists that I love and um uh but I don't buy vinyl and I should. Yeah, you can just listen to mine. Yeah, you, well you I mean you get to decide how music works for you. Except if you just steal it. That's yeah, not a fan of that. I know. I we 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 try to purchase everything. Uh, we tell people you should, even if you get. I a know free, you do. Yeah, if you get a free, go up and go buy it on your iTunes too. At least one song, you know, show something to the band, you know, give them because I, I I just don't like that music became free. I had a real problem when Napster came out, and then I found myself doing it, and I felt guilty. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Kind of in that thread, I mean, in the age of Spotify and the other streaming platforms, you know, how do you guys find that you expand your core audience? Um, where, do, where do you see the, the challenges with that? And um, have you had success or... Um... Challenging. It, it is hard. I mean, spot, spot... There's so much noise now. Uh, it's hard to cut through all the noise um, of, you know... So many different platforms, so many different bands, yeah. so much, so much going on, and you know, people are just scrolling and they're not kind of going back to things. So it's definitely um, a challenge to find uh, to outreach for new audiences. I mean, Spot- Spotify does have, I mean, they have a system called Spotify for Artists where you can log in and see how many streams you have hmm. and you know how much it's growing month over month and. We definitely are getting more listeners every month. You can tell there's more streams and more new listeners, but it is hard. Uh, it's just hard to find new listeners. Right. I think that's why, and which is one reason why so many people do singles now, because if you just release a single, you can you can get that. You can ask Spotify, you know, to, to try to get that on one of their editorial playlists. Hmm. Uh, but you can only do that on one song at a time for an album. So wow. theoretically, the best way to release an album would be one song at a time. And, and that's kind of what a lot of the major labels, they say, are, are doing now is one song at a time, shorter songs. You know, it's mm-hmm. just all about that. If you, but, were, if you were just going after Spotify. But we want to make art, so we just want to do what we want to do. That explains a lot. Uh, definitely, <laughs> it really does. It explains a lot. I'm glad that you guard. I was happy to see seven minute songs on this. You don't care. You're like, you know, when the song's over, it's yeah, we over. don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Um, but yeah, I, I know what you're talking about there with analytics because we see that too on our side. 
Um, we have amazing listenership. Since the last time you were here, um, we iHeartRadio picked us up. So our that's, listenership... That's exciting. Congratulations. Right. Thank you. Well, I appreciate it. And congratulations to you guys on your new album. But anyway... Um, what happened there is we, we had listenership like 1,500 like average daily downloads and listens has like tripled. Uh, there are days where suddenly it jumps from 25 to 3,500, and then it's back down to like 1,000. But there's a lot of people listening out there, and we can see those analytics. They're real. So That's exciting. That's it, it, good. It gives you that, yeah, it gives you that little push. So when you guys log in and you see like, oh, uh, 500 people listened to it today or downloaded it today, does that give you a thrill? Does it give you the drive to keep going? You're like, oh, just 500? Yes. Uh, okay. I think, I think so. I think it inspires you, you know, to think that, you know, your music is reaching people. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I, uh, I was torn for this next song that we're going to play. Um, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play Oblivious. Uh, I'd like to hear where that came from, um, that song originally. But I really like that song. It's, it's probably my second favorite on the album. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, where does well, that one come from? Well, vocally, you know, it's just a little bit of frustration over just a selfish kind of world. And mm. I'm, you know, typically when I'm doing lyrics, it's an expression of what I'm thinking of. Um, so okay. I don't know. It's like that movie. I don't know if you saw that movie. Don't look up. I did. Yes, I did. It's like that. Okay. Where, you know, just everybody seems a little oblivious about certain things. And, mm. and you know, and it, for me, it's a gentle wake-up call. Like that movie, you know, ultimately, I'm trying to save the planet. All right. Well, let's go with oblivious, because apparently I was oblivious to what... That, that's a deeper song than I thought. <laughs> And I appreciate I appreciate you telling me all about it. And we'll get right back with Corinne and Static of Collide. Thank you for listening. Talk about the weather 
It's Margarita from Edge of Paradise, and you're listening to Kettle Whistle Radio. Right, and we are back. That was Oblivious, one of my favorite tracks off of Notes from the Universe from Collide, and I have we have Collide on the air with us right now, and and Captain Sexy's here with us too. Um, I wanted to say too, I was really torn. Uh, this was a tough decision too, because I, I like Icy Cold for uh, that's another song, Icy Cold. It got in my head. Uh, Icy Cold kind of. It provokes like an immediate meditative condition. Maybe that was just me. And also, I go crashing. I like that. That's good. I, I go I, crashing. I want that condition. It, it totally does that. It puts me in that state. I'm a writer, so it, like it really helps that process. Especially, I go crashing. Complete emotional. Same thing. Same idea with more emotion. Um, and then there's that weird tempo change halfway through. Um, really dig that. I love changes like that. That song changes at least. I think it's halfway through. Static. Am I wrong about that? No, you're correct. Okay, yeah, it's a little guitar, like it just picks up a little bit, a little bit of tempo, where at first she's crooning, but it's, I don't know, there's like a story unfolding here, so but there's so many songs to talk about here. Um, what, well, I'm going to let Sean, Sean has something to ask too, but I, I want to know off of right away, like what bands are you currently listening to? Are you listening to anything different or older, newer? Well... During the process of working on our own album, for me anyways, I I sort of isolate and I'll just listen to what we're working on Mm. over and over and over again while I think that I could still affect change. Mm. And then after I'm done, I I might not ever go back and listen to it for a long time. Mm. So um, I haven't been listening to much else. uh, And after we come out of this whole process, that will be my next thing is... You know, I want I'll, I want to look out for new exposure of, you know, something that I would like because uh, really I haven't focused on that for a while, and I'd be interested to know. Hmm. Like Frail, I'll look the I'll look them up. Yeah, I I mean that's a they're a heavy metal man, they're doom metal, but her voice I don't love heavy metal though. Uh, right? No, no, it is a little bit different here. Uh, her voice yeah. is the game changer. 
Okay. Uh, yeah, not a growling I band. Do, I do love a good vo- a vocal. Ooh, uh, what do you think, Sean? I think she'll enjoy Gwen's voice. You think? Well, I appreciate everything. Yeah, I think. I appreciate everything. I mean, I think, you know, there's so much that goes into anything. So I appreciate anything. But for my personal taste, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm really selective. <laughs> it's uh, well, it, they're kind of dark and brooding, uh, but melodic at the same time. There's, there's a beauty in their darkness there. Yeah. And you guys, of course, encompass that as well. And that's why I listen to you. I'm pretty sure that's why Sean listens to you. <laughs> the last the last album I bought was the Pussifer album. Ooh. Nice. They're coming here in June. Oh, I, yes. Yeah, I just saw they're coming on tour. I we I went to the last show and it was phenomenal. it was my phenomenal. The last time they played I think was 2016 or 2017 in Pittsburgh. Yeah. And um You sound exasperated. <laughs> well, I, I I heard the first album and I liked it. But I I lost touch with what Maynard was doing, you know, with with that band. And uh, <laughs> I put my brother's blind against Losing you there. Uh, yeah, we just lost you. Come I back. apologize. He's, he's getting carried I'm, away. I'm, I'm here. I swear. Come back. Um, I, I saw the uh, the <laughs> Christopher show in like 2017, and I was blown away by what he was doing with that band. Yeah. And. Um, there, it's it's it, it's really good. I, I I'm anxious to see them again, which leads me to the fact that you know you guys have only played a few live shows, and I know we talked about that the last time. Do you see that in your future? Is that not really a reality for you? Or hmm, blank space. No, it's it's really not our focus. Um, it really never has been. We don't we don't say we don't say never. We don't say never. Right, but it's just. It's not at the top of our priority list when we we aren't we aren't looking to go on tour, but it's not that it will never happen. We don't know. We're mm-hmm. unplanned. That's all right though, because it keeps the music fresh. <laughs> it, it, it keeps it fresh for you guys too. Right. <laughs> but um, let's see. So, "Freak Like Me" is another tune that I kind of like. I, I I had a feeling listening to this one too. Um, this gave me this feeling upon listening to Freak Like Me on the album. Um, I kind of felt like I was like in the ocean, like waist deep, being pulled to and fro, like by the undertow. It just uh-huh. that song kind of pulls you in directions, but you're not. It's not like you're not a feeling. Your safety's not taken away from you. You feel safe, but it's like you're on this journey being pushed around by a force. That's how the song. I I don't know. That's what it did to me. I don't know if that was what you. Um, Again, I like that. That's cool. <laughs> It, there's a lot of feeling there, but it's like motion feeling, but not even like, you know, rapid, like, you know, punk rock or anything like that. Just like this flow and uh, ebb and flow. I hate to use that term, but it's true. Uh, it's cool. Yeah. I'm going to listen to this band. <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, <laughs> they're pretty amazing. Uh, yeah, you'll dig them. <laughs> but uh, so. All right. So what are your favorites on, on this album? Because now that I've been playing around with a few songs, again, there will be a Sophie's Choice at one point here. <laughs> Are we going to have to choose one song to die? Choose a baby. No, the one that lives. You're going to choose the one that lives. Uh, Yeah, one that maybe one we didn't talk about yet. Or if you have a favorite among the ones we talked about, I want to hear all about it. Well, I got a good question, too. What about, um, you know, when you, like, you have a batch of 11 songs, right, that you're about to release. Yeah. How do you pick pick the Mm. first song that you want to introduce to your audience 
how do, how do you how do you weed through that and say this is the one? I feel like this album is more of a concept album than our other past albums, and usually usually they kind of stand out. Oh, like I should I should start the album, I should end the album. Stardust was a definite easy choice to start the album, mm-hmm. and I go Pratt and it was almost made to start the album. Yes, I don't know definitely. If it wasn't. And, and I Go Crashing definitely felt like, I mean, it, that's what you had to end the album with. Hmm. So they were obvious. They were obvious. And it works. It definitely everything, works. In the, everything in the middle is a little harder, but... Then, and then you just try to, you know, keep it with a good flow. And then that, It's all there. I mean, really. Yeah, Sean, I, I highly recommend you put the album on and just listen to it maybe three times in a row in the dark with the headphones on so nobody bothers you. Um, you'll get the full uh, experience that you should from this album that it, that you want to get. Um, I this is kind of a weird but artist question, uh, artist at a party question. Uh, have you ever been like somewhere um, and your music comes on and you had to actually tell the person, "Hey, that's me," <laughs> or do they always know? Like somebody you just met, are they ever impressed? Like, what do you mean that's you on the stereo right now? What are you talking about? Has anybody ever been surprised, taken aback that you're you're this musician, or they just all know? Uh, no, I don't think it's happened that much that I can think of. I remember being out somewhere and I saw someone wearing a hoodie hmm. and I was like, oh, I should go talk to them. Oh, I can't. Oh, I should. And I didn't. But uh, I felt bad. Like I should have. <laughs> right. Uh, mm-hmm. that, yeah. No, I get that. You, you you feel like you're being intrusive, but you're not. Uh-huh. Probably would have blown them away. And, and I, I, yeah. I mean, I guess I have been at a club where, you know, they've. I don't know that we heard our music. Maybe they did, and they, but they figured out who I was, and they got all excited, and that's fun. That's yeah. I, want, I just wonder what that would be like. Um, it's fun. It's got to be a nice surprise. It's static. You've worked with other musicians. Are there any other like upcoming collaborations we should know about, or anything you're excited about? Anybody you'd like to work with? Mm, I mean, I'm always open to work with different people as long as I like the song. Um, I just did a remix for a group called beauty and chaos i've done a a few remixes for for them the last few years uh i did one where uh they had they always have different singers for different songs and he had al jorgensen doing vocals on one song so that was kind of fun he always comes up the latest one he just did for our friends in a band called per machine Hmm, i'm writing that one down well, per, well, well, they she was singing for Beauty and Chaos. Oh, okay. she was singing. That no, uh, I go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, Betsy from Per Machine was singing on a track for Beauty in Chaos. Okay, I, you writing that one down too, Sean? <laughs> I am, but I'm I'm actually familiar <laughs> with it. Yeah, so, yeah. You should listen to them though. I have a feeling I'm going to like that a lot. But Uncle Al always comes up on this show. It doesn't matter who we're talking to. Uh, always Uncle Al at some point. Well, it was it was, some way. It, was, it was it was it was cool to do a, a remix, even if it wasn't for you know a ministry song, right. just to do his vocals, and so that was fun. I did it, and I did a remix for uh, a band called Alice, who Scott, who does a lot of guitars for us, is the guitar player for. So I did a remix for their last album. Alice L I. L- it's A L I C E. It's A L. It's Alice, except the I looks like a one. 
Oh, okay, okay. Mm. That's good to know. I'll writing that down as we speak. So, Static, you composed the music. You, you, I presume, mixed the album. Is there any part of the process that you're like, I'm not going to handle that. I'm going to ship that out to somebody else. The mastering, the mixing, a any of that? I mean, I handed. I always like to hand off the mastering. Uh, it's just one step too many for me to do. I, I need another set of ears at the very end. So uh, Ken Marshall has done mastering for us for a long time. And he's worked with Skinny Puppy since the early days. And I trust his ears, and he's a great guy to work with. Uh, so he did mastering. At some point, I, I was thinking about having somebody else do mixing, because even the mixing is a lot of work. But I do find that during the mixing process, a lot of decisions happen, and it's almost like part of the songwriting process. So I don't know. I go back and forth. If I had somebody else mix, it would be good, but it would probably change how the songs came out a lot. Yeah, you guys talked earlier a little bit about the iterations that you go through to, you know, during the creative process. How do you find that moment where you're like, this is this is it. This is the final form of this song. Is it is it is it hard to let go of something and say that this is where I have to release it? Hmm. I think it's hard to make us both satisfied. So if you can get to that spot, you're good. And we're both, I think we're both pretty tough on ourselves. Super tough. So, you know, it's okay. You know, at some point we're listening to some of the songs and like, well, it's good, but, you know, maybe it needs a, a different section or another section or maybe something needs to happen. And, you know, it's hard to hear because you just want to get it done. But really, we're just trying to make each song the best it can be so we're we're not afraid to tell each other what we think and we're both tough <laughs> it sounds is it, like uh, it. is it is it a spiritual cleansing of sorts to uh create something and then to release it uh for me the spiritual cleansing is more in the creation part i think because there i'm just you know, letting go and, you know, I, I get really deep inside myself and, you know, so that part is actually a spiritual process. The whole releasing it, that's, you know, a lot of work of, you know, bringing it out to the level that you're ready to release it. So that's, that's, you know, just a lot of extra work. Well, let's see. We already decided because obviously that's a favorite for more than one person in the room here. We're going to go out with Turn Off Your TV at the end of the show. But just now I, I was going to ask you to decide between um, ooh, uh, Freak Like Me and Icy Cold. Uh, which of those two would you prefer or do you prefer? Or for different if I was going to pick mm -hmm. between those two, so one of them, one of them is going to die. <laughs> well, if it has to be that way, that, that's in your mind, Static. I, I mean, <laughs> I, I like them both. So it, I, it, it, I love all the children. Yeah, you got But if I was going to pick one. one, I might pick Freak Like Me. Interesting. Static. He's going to go the other way just I so know. it can be complicated. I, I, I do. I might pick, I might pick Icy Cold. <laughs> See? There's no agreement there. Wow. And I'd say Sean... But, but we, we'd both pick Turn Off Your TV, though. Yeah, that's we're going to go out with that one. But I, I want to do at least one more before we go out. Um, I guess, Sean, we'll go cold with you. Which would you pro play, Freak Like Me or Icy Cold? 
I'm going to defer to the lady. Oh, you're going with freak like me. Okay. All right. Well, let's do that. I mean, she's she's freaky. <laughs> well, we'll start. Well, Go ahead. To me, sometimes it's it's you know I might choose something just because I, I you know it's lyrics or something like that. So you know. That's cool. But they're both good. But you know, they're both good children. Well, with your permission, Static, we'll play Icy Cold on another episode sometimes. That's sure. okay. Let, let, the, let the freak flag fly. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you so much. All right. We're going to conclude things here with Karen and Static from Collide and Captain Sexy as well. Stick stick by us, folks. Uh, we'll be right back. Uh-oh. What was that? Wait, you got something to say before we go there, Sean? <laughs> no, I do not. All right. You sounded angry again. All right. We'll be right back. <laughs>
mind-boggling. <laughs> all right, yeah, all right. So we're I'm back. Sure on... paints, I'm sure it paints a good image for, for people to it, think of. I'll be honest with you. It, it, it creates more questions than answers in most cases. And, and that's good, right? That's yeah, yeah. I dedicated a whole episode to uh, why I call him that, which is kind of funny. He, uh, we'll just say. You I just, did? I didn't. Yeah, did you, you miss it? Yeah, he, and, and he was there. That's probably my favorite part about it. Um, but no, um, he was down on his luck. He was feeling, we'll just say he was feeling bad. And so I, I just decided, I, I, I like to give people nicknames. You're with me long enough, I'm going to call you something strange. Um, and that just kind of <laughs> fell out of my mouth. I don't know why. And it's been Captain Sexy ever since. He's still laughing. All right, so that was Freak Like Me. I apologize. <laughs> Freak Like Sean. Yeah. Oh, why do you sound like you're getting run over by a car, like constantly? <laughs> all right, so we're back here. And uh, the new album, folks, all right, Notes from the Universe Collide. And if you want to tell everybody where they can go get that, and, of course, the video is out there as well. The best place is from our website, collide.net. And but it should be by next Tuesday out at any streaming or music platform. Excellent. And YouTube, you've got the video out there right now. You've got a lot of old stuff on there as well. I noticed there's a good catalog. We have a few things. We have, uh, I think, a couple behind-the-scene video type mm -hmm. things. Any video we've done. And uh, let me, I, this is something I, I ask everybody because I'm always curious um, about this for myself. But outside of Sean, are there any Looney fans out there that like are dictating songs that they'd like you to cover? Do you get that, say, on socials? We don't get that. You don't get that. Hmm. Nope. Shoot, I could have thought of a few. <laughs> how, how, how active is your audience on your social channels with reaching out to you? And are you... Uh, is it, uh, you know, is that, or, or do you guys feel like you're approachable in that sense that, you know, you communicate with everybody or do, oh, yeah. you, do you, oh, yeah. are you cautious in any way or? Uh, only cautious if somebody is really comes at me strangely. Um, but other than that, you know, totally open and, uh, you know, I, I'm always Makes open sense. to have a chat with someone um, but you know, if they say something really weird off the bat, then I then I might not write back. Or if they have a question, sometimes they have questions. Somebody somebody wrote me the other day for I had a question on a song that I had programming for. I think it was in 1998 for another band, hmm. and, and they were like, "Where did that sample come from?" I'm like, "I do not remember." <laughs> yeah, but we're, we're, we're really approachable on social media. You know, I'm. I appreciate people hanging around, so I'm as excited to talk to them as they are to me. And do you have a lot of followers in the UK or overseas? A few. Yeah. At least seven. Oh come on! I'm sure there's a lot more. You'd be surprised. Uh, we, at least we are at how many people listen internationally to this show. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you've got a lot more than seven. We actually. For whatever reason, we seem again when you look at uh, Spotify, you know it'll tell you where their people are listening from or iTunes. Uh, a lot, a lot from Russia. I believe that. Uh, yes, Russia, Norway is a big one for us too. Uh, when we play a doom or death metal band, man, uh, I, the Russians attack my Facebook page, and I love it. <laughs> they're great. They're they're so into it. 
Uh, we've had a Russian on here actually a few times. Um, Edge of Paradise um, lead singer uh, Margarita Monet, who is the front woman of that band over in L.A. out in West Coast. You're ter- you're, you're out in the West Coast, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're uh, they're definitely L.A. based, but she's Russian and um, very Russian sweetheart. And uh, we talked about cold weather and uh, hard music, and <laughs> she was like awesome. And yeah, plenty of Russian fans. You get a, a any kind of metal band, they're they're gonna find you. <laughs> they're yeah. definitely gonna find you. And I, you guys should appeal to them as well, and especially like the Norwegian folks. They love this ambient stuff that you guys do and industrial stuff. I, they just they dig it. Uh, I bet you get a lot more followers after this album too. A lot. You're gonna be surprised. We hope so. I know you will. We feel sometimes like the undiscovered secret. I would agree. I would agree. It's nice to be that way because you could just kind of like submerge and then emerge whenever you want to and just throw stuff at them and then disappear again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like sometimes, that. Sometimes when people find us now, they'll be like, wow, I can't believe I've never heard of you. And, and now they have all these albums they can buy. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing, having a catalog. They like something. Yeah. They'll, they'll go back. They'll go back and find yeah, your we go, earlier. We go way back. Yes, you do. Uh, we won't say how way. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's, I have lines. Um, are there any songs that you'd like to cover, though, in the future? Anything you haven't touched that maybe you'd like to? We, I don't. That's on the table, but I don't think we can tell any yet. Oh, OK. No, I've been there before. That's cool. I can wait. And again, we'd have to agree. And we'd have to agree. Yeah. Oh. And I, I, I have thoughts and plans, but I haven't discussed them with Static yet. <laughs> I have my own thoughts. As well. <laughs> That's funny. But we haven't discussed them with each other yet. That's funny. Do you, you guys leave like post-its around for each other to find? <laughs> we're, we're just plot. We're just plotting and planning on our own. Yeah. And then we wait for the right moment to like pass it by. I'm gonna make him submit a whole bunch, and I'll submit a whole bunch, and then we'll see what we can agree on. <laughs> I'd love to see that process happen. It's tough. <laughs> I'll bet two two perfectionists in the, in a room together making music. <laughs> wow, uh-huh. most most bands break up like that. <laughs> For you guys, no, it, it, makes just, it, it makes us stronger. I agree. Yeah, that's the other the other route that I've seen. It does hold people together. Right. So far, knock on wood. Knock on wood. Right. Captain Sexy, where you at, brother? Well, I was gonna say there's definitely there's there's a there's a major beauty and darkness to your music there always has been and this new album is a very strong testament to your artistry and i'm wondering at this stage in your relationship as a couple and also as artists what fills your cup it's a good question i i mean making the album definitely fills a cup like i said it's it's one thing to listen to when it's done uh the process isn't easy though for us so it's fulfilling to get it get it done and get it to a point where we both like it but it's definitely i think crin will agree it it definitely has its you know very hard points when you're working on it to where like you you almost can't you know you don't want to continue sometimes you're like it's just so hard (laughs) well you know that when you do a full project that it's going to take up so much of your life you know, in the beginning, you're like, oh, okay, I'll just, we'll just take it easy. We'll just, you know, write when we feel like it. But then when you get closer to the end, you're like, oh, okay, now it's got to be finished. And, and once you go into that process, it kind of goes on full steam, which is still slow, 
because there's still so many details. Did that mm. make sense? It always seems yeah. like the last the last ten percent of an album or the last twenty percent of an album takes up, you know, eighty percent of your energy to finish. This is actually very cathartic. Do you, do you want- this is cathartic to hear you say this. I'm sorry, Sean. I take it after this. Um, I just want to say it because, like, I've been in the last 10 minutes, meaning the last chapter of a book that I've been writing for the past 10 years, and finishing it has been the problem. They say a, yeah. good, a good song is hard to finish. You don't know what. That's why a lot of great songs that we all love kind of trail off with the final riff or the, the final note that just goes on and fades out. I can't finish this damn book, mostly because the ending's been changed. Uh, I've been stolen so many times. And I've I, you lose interest, and then you go back to it, and I can't. It's it's a good story, but I can't find an ending to it. <laughs> so well, it, it's it's easy to start, you know. It's easy to start a song, and get an idea. It's another one to like really work on it and and make all the parts fit together, and all the sounds fit together, mm. the mixing, and and that's one of the things where we differ a lot. Is I love the process, so. I, I'm I'm difficult to let go because in my head I, I could always make it better or I'll redo it and then it'll get to a point where Static's completionist parts will kick in and he'll be like, nope, we're you know this this song it's 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 going along so figure it out. <laughs> figure it out. Let go. Let go. <laughs> Do you feel like you're learning new? You're learning something new about each other through every iteration of the novel. Fade it out, brother. Uh, I apologize. You're good. I don't know. Are we learning anything new? Mm. <laughs> I I don't think I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily say we're learning anything new. The same I, old difficult to please. <laughs> At this point, we've pretty much learned how to work with each other without wanting to kill each other. That's mm. true. That's true. Very used important. To, you know, it used to be, if you know, I mean, I might be singing my heart out on something and he, he'll, he'll come listen and he's not very um, interested in lyrics. So and, and it, what and, and and if I if I hear something that I like, what do I say, Corinne? He says, I don't hate it. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> but but I've learned, you know, don't don't not you know I'm a sensitive person. I've learned not to be sensitive about it, and so I'll I'll take it on as a challenge. I'll be like, okay, well, you know, then it then if it's not, you know, something that we would both like, then it's not good. So I will rewrite the whole song, and then he'll come back and he'll go, well, what did you do with that part of the song? And I'll say, <laughs> well, you didn't jump up and down, so I moved on. <laughs> Well, good for you. A lot of <laughs> good for you for not being uh, learning to not be sensitive. That's something that you do have to learn. That it's yeah, a tough you lesson. Well, it's you, tough. You do, and you know, like I said, now I just take it on as a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Sean. I was going to say a lot. Of, a lot of artists that um, this kind of has a small thread of what you were just saying. A lot. A lot of artists that I listen to. You know, even some couples like, you know, think of like Atticus with with what he does with Trent, but also what he does with his wife and his brother. They're they're doing soundtracks and they're working on soundtrack music and they're, you know, purely instrumental. And um, is that something that you feel is maybe in your future to augment um, what you do as a band, you know, to, to kind of keep it going? And um, for me, what, pers- what are the. 
for me personally, I'm all I, I love vocals. I love words. So that wouldn't be my thing. It could be statics, but not mine. Hmm. Are sense. you asking? If we, are you asking if we'd be interested in doing soundtracks? Ooh, that was yeah. one, that was a question I had too. Hello. It, it would be it would be something we haven't tried before. Yeah, it's definitely it would definitely be a different way of working. I think because to me, when I'm working on a song, it's all about the vocals, mm. and when you're working on a soundtrack, it's all about the picture. Yeah, I would think making the music go along with the picture. And meanwhile, so, you guys, yeah. you create your own pictures with your music. So you, <laughs> that'd be a challenge for any cinematographer right there. Or you'd make it very easy for a cinematographer if they're making a certain kind of film. Um, I mean, really, uh, you, your, your music creates the scene. That's is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I, I've always thought of it as very visual and very atmospheric. I mm. feel like, you know, when I'm singing, I can see the visions. Yes. Yeah, I agree. What what kind of uh, packages have you guys put together for this album, like shirts and stickers and with the album, with the downloads and things like that? Um, I think you mentioned earlier that people can go to your website to, to uh, get the. Have you put anything together special for this album? Funny you should mention shirts. That's hmm. what I was doing today, folding shirts. Oh, nice. We just, we just, we just got the shirts in today. So, uh, and we're hoping to get the CDs in the next day or two. It was a little later than we expected. So we, it's been a little tense cause we've been on the manufacturers, you know, for quite a while going, where is it? Where is it? And now they're going to be overnighting it to us. Um, so today, today was folding t-shirts and you know, we're hand making cards. Everything gets a little sticker. They're all different. There's a poster. You know, just putting little little special handmade touches. Like when you get yeah, it, when when you get a package, I want it to feel like you're getting a gift. I like that. Well, I certainly felt that way with the Mind and Matter album. I uh, I paid for and obtained one of your one of the packages that you guys put together. I wear my Mind and Matter T-shirt proudly. Um, <laughs> you know, if not weekly, every other week. And, um, I have my, st my stickers and I think there was maybe even a magnet in there. I can't remember. And the little note that you guys wrote and, um, yeah, I, I, I very much appreciate that. So, well, you know, especially now when people don't feel the need to pay for music as much for those people who do, mm -hmm. I want, I want them to feel really special when they do. Yeah, you personalize it. It means the world yeah. to the, the music yeah. lover. Uh, it really does. Yeah. And there's a difference between music lovers, which the four of us obviously are, compared to the YouTube, I'll listen for five seconds and move on to the next thing. I can't right. stand that. Like, I, If I commit to a song, I'm going to at least hear the three minutes of it, you know, with you guys, seven minutes. <laughs> right. But, <laughs> sometimes. But yes, I, I just, uh, I, I feel music is just, uh, right. the way it's going right now, I don't... I love what you're doing. I'm glad you're 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 going the the way it should be going. I don't know. There's just a lot of things going on there um, lately in music. You just uh, you know, put two singles out like you said, and there's no album behind it. Or the, the little touches, signing a T-shirt, or waiting around to meet the people after a show. I'm, I imagine you guys would do that. A lot of older bands are doing that. Newer bands, I notice, are running away <laughs> to get on that bus. Uh, 
I, I'm thrilled to talk to people. Yeah, so, I can yeah. tell. I can tell. Yeah, well, we're going to... In fact, I'd like to hang out and have a drink with all of them. Oh, well, we're, we're in the running for you. If you're ever around or we come out your way, um, we'll look for you, definitely. Uh, right? lo- love to do we that. Should make, we should make the trip. Yeah, we, there's a lot of trips, man. We owe people a lot of trips. But you guys are definitely one of our favorites, and we'd love to come see you. Come out to L.A. and we'll give you a studio tour. Oh, man. Oh, we'd love that. Document it. That would be great. You up for that, Sean? Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to get to the last, our last selection of the night here, and I think I know where it comes from. It seems obvious. Turn off your TV. Uh, does that have anything to do with what's been going on for the past three years or anything prior to that? Um, it's the whole big picture of subtle brainwashing, whether that be hmm. from your TV, from your phone, you know, from any anything, you know, everything has an agenda that it's trying to get from you. So it's basically the whole big picture of brainwashing. We're mm. both we're both so tired of news, news in general, yeah. no matter what the channel. It, I, you can it's always hard to they're never telling you it's always hard to to tell the big picture of what's going on. You're like, why don't they talk more about, you know, this or that? And Well, what it's become is just so much clickbait. What they're trying to do is entertain rather than actually educate you. You're and right. You're like right. Every single thing that you see has its own agenda. So it's just making reference to that. And I've always felt that way. Um, I've I, As a kid, I would do projects on the Moonies and, you know, all, all the different uh, cult groups because I was just interested in brainwashing. <laughs> yeah, we're do you watching think it. humanity will? Do you think humanity will survive itself? Mm, I hope so. You know, all I can do is uh, hold out hope. No, <laughs> he just says no. I, but but I mean, I, I guess that's part of what I do sing about, you know, I've, I've never been that person who could just sing about fluff and not care what I'm saying, but always at the end of it, I'm always holding out some sort of hope. And I never want to tell people what to think ever. Um, but I do want to tell them to think Hmm. because, because I want them to come to the conclusion of, you know, trying to make the world a better place, trying to make humanity a better place, trying to be a kinder person. I like that. And yeah, it is trying. Trying is a big thing right now. Not everybody's It is, it is a big thing. Yeah, not you look around. I mean, not everybody is trying. You, you you know when you're among people that are, you can tell the difference. It's in their eyes or their actions, you know, and and, and these days now with the masks and everything else around you, it, it's like getting to know each other again. And social, socialization, people are learning to socialize again in public, which is just bizarre to me. Right. Um, and they're failing greatly. <laughs> well, it's interesting, even with the Internet, you know, people became so faceless and so easily to be easy to be rude to somebody yeah. or, 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 you know, just I don't know. I, I, I just I'm all for people being kinder and accepting everyone and making a better humanity and just all that kind of stuff. So that's my secret agenda. All right. It's a good agenda. I like it. Um, you are, are you folks on Instagram and Twitter or is it just Instagram? 
I forget. Facebook and uh, Instagram primarily. Okay. You don't do and Twitter. We, we have Twitter. Some, we have some fun on Facebook because we can really get a conversation going there. Okay. That's cool on your page. I've seen that. Yeah, because we can we can show pictures and have fun, and people show us pictures. So it's actually kind of more socially fun. That's nice. for that reason. Yeah, it's like a fan page, fan page. Like yeah, where yeah. they actually. Yeah. And it's it, it's just a little bit more interactive because mm-hmm. you can, you know, people send us photos of their pets and <laughs> of them, and you know, so it's funner than that. Speaking way. of pets, speaking of pets, Uh-oh. you guys. But you also have the last time we talked, you guys rescued turtles. How how's that? Oh, it's oh, great. They're still there. <laughs> they get their turtle selves. Yeah, no, have, awesome. have you have you acquired more turtles, or do these turtles breed? They do breed every year. Unfortunately, <laughs> Static used to assist them, but now. Um, we're trying to stop assisting them because we have a lot of turtles. I don't, I don't assist in their breeding. No, well, he used to like <laughs> figure out where they laid the eggs. Understood. And then he'd, he'd time them and he'd help the la- the eggs, you know, to yep. uh, hatch. Uh, but now we're just like let nature sort it out because yeah, there's too many turtles. We have a lot of turtles, and at a certain point, it gets you know you want to keep your pond healthy. I know. And only have so many turtles. I'm glad Static clarified his position on that. That that was important. Just to to be clear. Yeah, the visuals were were stunning. (laughs) (laughs) All right. But but it's it's, it's nice. You know, it's, it's turtles are very relaxing. So we both work really hard. So it's a little bit of an oasis. Agreed. When I met my wife, she had two turtles in her dorm room. And yes, they were very relaxing. Very, yeah. Very relaxing to watch. Just chill, you know, and yeah. they were fun. And you put them in the bathtub, let them swim and stuff, too, if you want to give them some recreation. <laughs> we didn't have many options in the dorm back then. She would take a bath with the turtles? Uh, no. <laughs> That's another visual that we need to <laughs> definitely get rid of. Uh, no, uh, there was a tub actually in the dorm, and then she would just fill it up and put them in there and just to let them give, give them some exercise. And no, that was no, nice. That was, that was very yeah. thoughtful of her. No humans involved. She probably never used that tub, but all the rest of the girls probably did. <laughs> we won't say what dorm that was. All right, folks. Hey, thank you so much for doing this. I'm just going to say we are, well, I'm at Fairly Dark on Twitter. I don't use Twitter too much, but um, we're on iHeartRadio. You can find us there. And of course, uh, go to if you want to buy any horror books that I've got out there, you can go to burningbulbpublishing.com or all the shows and sub-publications are at fairlydarkproductions.com. You can get every episode of Kettle Whistle Radio. We're in up to 261 episodes, 15 years. That's a lot. <laughs> so, it is a lot. Yes. Um, how about you folks? You want to throw out there where, well, where you want people to go other than the website or just the website? Uh, on Facebook, we're Collide Band. Mm-hmm. On Instagram, we are Collide Music. Ah, yes. Come visit. Say hi. Because we like that. And, and bring, we'll say hi back. Buy something. Bring your buy turtles. Something. <laughs> buy something if you feel inclined. We don't want you, you know, you, you have to feel yeah. inspired. How about turtle pictures? Can they contribute? Yes. <laughs> All right, I'll work on that. hundred <laughs> percent. Yes. You said yes. We, we love to get we love to get to know more about you. All right, cool. We can do this. Can do I like Gamera. I don't know if you're taking a bath with your turtle, whatever. <laughs> That's a little bizarre. In fact, David, I think you like wolves. I do. Um, yeah, we spent some does. time. Yeah, oh, that. Yeah. 
that was um i keep in mind I, i'm i'm six two and if you see the size of that wolf on that on my facebook page we met he was um the pack leader up in colorado and he has since passed um he was beautiful uh that is a big animal man and they let me in the cage with him he's wild he was not tame and you have to bow down, and he will either, well, like you or not. And he put his head on me, and he let me scratch his chest, and then they promptly take you out of there. He liked my wife. Um, she, uh, they, Women always smell better. and He she, he liked whatever makeup she was wearing because he just licked her right across her face. You can see that. Yeah, yeah. Wolves are beautiful creatures. And that was my time in Colorado is, I mean, it's just the best time ever. Um, Sean, where do you want people to find you? Just Facebook? They can find me on Facebook or Instagram. Okay. Yep. Yeah, you're on Instagram now. That's good. All right. Hey, thanks so uh-huh. much for doing this, uh, Static and Corinne. We appreciate it. We're going to go out with uh, turn off your TV. <laughs> yes. It's definitely the I guess, most aggressive, I guess, maybe. Yes. Okay. <laughs> He's just going with yes. All right. Uh, Clyde, thank you for being with us, and we hope to hear from you again. We want more music in the future. And, um we're going to be playing you guys as long as you let us do it. So We appreciate it. We do appreciate it. And thank you guys both so much for the interview. It's always fun to talk to you. You guys strike up a good conversation. We try. We try. Absolutely. Thank you. <laughs> All right, fiends. Thanks for listening. Have a good night. Thanks for listening.
pop culture, subculture, music, horror, sex, politics, art, and overall bad This is Society 13, redefining podcasting. Are you a fan of classic cinema or a young person who wants to discover the best films of all time? Do these legendary movies still hold up? On the Generation Film Podcast, two guys who grew up when movies dominated the culture share a great film with a panel of young movie lovers and see how it plays for today's generation. We discuss changes in storytelling styles, representation, the making of each film, its initial reception, and how its meaning has changed over the years. Join us as we explore cinema classics across generations on Generation Film. Electric acid. Welcome to the Candle Power Hour. Come with us backstage, behind the scenes of show business spanning over four decades and bringing you the experiences that can only be told by the people who were there. Our guests are from the A-list, the F-list, and everyone in between. Get set for some of the most insane, hilarious, and inspiring stories you will ever hear. I'm Mercury. And I'm Diego. Your host for The The Candle Candle Power Power Hour. Electric Acid.